Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is T, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Jen. There are many facets to the core concepts of the holidays, but it seems we often get stuck on presents. Of course, there are different kinds of gifts, such as homemade or extremely heartfelt ones, but many of us buy presents out of obligation. We would argue this is part of what makes this time of the year so stressful. Today, we would like to explore the concept of gift giving and how it ties to the capitalist nature of our society. Now, into the podcast. Hello, Jen. Welcome back. Hi, welcome back. Yeah, feels like it's been a while. <laughs> That's because <laughs> it has. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the um, the month schedule feels a little bit long, but um, I think it's just about right for us right now. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, it is December now, and I don't know how that happened. Um, time flies. Time really does fly. Uh, so yeah, it's like we, we just had our, we've been doing this podcast for a year and it's December and it's already the holidays and it feels like just yesterday we were already doing a holiday episode. Um, Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite episodes. Yes. Of course. You're such a Christmas elf. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so last, last year we did more of an upbeat kind of like, you know, childish wonder kind of episode and um, I think that we kind of can't talk about Christmas without talking about the kind of capitalist nature of it, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Because um, though I love this time of year with all my heart, I, I'm not oblivious to the problems that can arise from this time of year mm-hmm. um, with all of the advertising and buying and consumerism that this time of year encourages of course yeah yeah it's interesting because i feel like this is a concept that you see in some christmas movies such as like the polar express kind of um like it's very lightly hinted at um (laughs) you know with little billy is that his name (laughs) um you know he's just like oh well my my family's poor like i can't you know i don't get gifts so santa you know, just doesn't come around. Christmas just doesn't work out for me. Um, and, you know, it's always a heartbreaking part of it where you're like, oh, man, that's so sad. <laughs> like, Yeah, well, um, if you're a kid like me, it totally went over your head and you didn't get that until, like, later. It's like, right. why doesn't Santa come to your house? <laughs> like, Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, the, the, have, the haves and the have-nots is not i would say not focused on a lot Mm -hmm. or it has a very happy ending happy movie ending-esque wrap up to it right um which like there's a time for happy endings um i like that this time of year is generally joyful um because i have enough depressing things going on the rest of the year i don't (laughs) need to make my christmas things also sad (laughs) yeah but there is definitely something to be said about how Christmas has evolved to be a capitalist holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have come to think that's um, to, and to believe that Christmas 
is has turned in the secular celebration of Christmas has turned into the celebration of capitalism mm. and consumerism. Mm -hmm. The ability for regular people to go out and buy a ton of things that people don't really need, <laughs> but they're there to be purchased and cheap enough for people to buy them. Well, the, the beginning of the holiday seasons, you know, for a lot of people starts with Black Friday. Exactly. It's like we kick off the holiday by having this giant sale and celebration of consumerism. It's literally a national holiday sale. Mm -hmm. Which is insane when you think about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not somebody who's like, oh, we need to get the capitalism out of Christmas. Like, <laughs> no gift giving. <laughs> like, I'm not that person. Like, I do think like the gifts are kind of the best part it's a lot of fun to go finding things for people and to yeah. get things as well like that's a lot of fun but i do think it's gotten a little out of hand I agree. <laughs> um and i don't know if it's gotten worse since i've been an adult or if i just didn't notice it when i was a kid that's a great point um i think there's a lot of things that you're like has this always like has this gotten worse as i've as time has gone on or am I just noticing it because I'm an adult? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, like, I think that's a really important question because our perception of the world and how things are progressing on the world stage really depend on how we experience them through the eyes of our, our age and our experiences, right? Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just, it's really... Like, I would say it's just really hard to get a good gauge on that because, you know, you can ask your grandparents, you can ask your parents or any other older adults, um, and they're going to say, oh, well, back in my day, we didn't, um, it, it wasn't as much about the gifts. We went and we volunteered in a soup kitchen or something. <laughs> like, um, And maybe they did. And I think that's a great use of um, the holiday spirit. Um but I think in general, like, especially being a kid in the 90s, um, TV commercials for toys were just at their prime, in my opinion. Um, so there was always, like, that it toy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Did you ever get an it toy? If so, what was it? Uh, I probably maybe did. I don't remember. Um, I got one once. Um, probably the biggest regretful, like Christmas gift that I ever got was I don't even remember what they're called now. They were these hamster things that had like, um, they're just, robot hamsters. They're called like ham ham. I don't remember. We looked they, at them last year. But they like you press the top of the button and they go in their little tubes and they drive yeah. around all the tubes Zoo that you set up Zoo on the floor. Zuzu. Yes. That, yes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah um but yeah so i asked for those one year and that was such a like i never used it like i was so obsessed with the commercial and i wanted them so bad and mm -hmm. then like i never played with them like and like looking back i'm like wow that was such a waste of money like i got bought in by the commercials and i wanted it because it looked cool mm -hmm. do commercials always make toys look way cooler i mean that's kind of part of their job but like they would have like a whole set like a whole like mm -hmm cast and set for the toy and so i was think i would always be like oh yeah it comes with all of that and then you get it and it's like 
just not even it's just not even that like it's just so much less than you thought you were getting and I was always let down by any of those toys that I decided I wanted out of a off of a commercial mm-hmm. um poly pockets were a really big thing actually I'm gonna I think I got for Christmas one year a Lil Bratz doll Chloe okay which I ah. really wanted forever. And my grandma was avidly against them because, one, they were brats. So she was like, you don't need any help <laughs> with the bratty, bratty nature. Um, love you, grandma. It's fine. Um, and, uh, you know, and then she didn't like that their feet came off with their shoes. <laughs> um, so she was like, no, you're not getting one of those. And so then I was like, well, what about a little one? <laughs> And so they did get me a little brat, and I loved that thing. I played, I played with it all the time. I brought it to school, um, would hide mm-hmm. it, hide her in my desk, and like check in on her all the time. Yeah, um, my but... parents, my mom hated Bratz dolls. Mm-hmm. She refused to buy me anything um, remotely related to the Bratz brand. Mm. <laughs> like I have a passion for fashion, man. Like I, I feel that. I feel that passion <laughs> for fashion. <laughs> But like the this toy commercials are an introduction to for children to consumerism. It is like putting something in front of their face that's flashy that is designed to make them want the thing mm-hmm. and then ask the parents for the thing and then the parents buy the thing and therefore it's feeding into the child's psyche about how getting things works mm-hmm. if that makes sense and yeah. there's nothing necessarily wrong with that like but in a vacuum but it's when it happens to every child in america mm-hmm. and then you get um and then you get a million kids wanting toys that they probably won't, won't actually play with like yeah i have two I keep calling them my baby cousins, but they're like eight and nine years old now. They're not babies anymore. They're babies. Um, <laughs> but like I've been to their house and it's just like there's toys everywhere. Yep. There's just a million things on the floor. They they just get so many things for Christmas and their birthdays. And I know that I had a bunch of toys too growing up, but mm-hmm. like I didn't have a million toys. <laughs> like I had like handful of toys and i also got hand-me-downs from my sister so yeah like i did too the extra toys from the sibling but the point just being that like it feels like there's this bombardment of plastic (laughs) in um in the lives of christmas morning everywhere and again i don't find that necessarily bad in itself it just it's a trend (laughs) And I don't know if that is what the holiday should be about. You know, the holiday shouldn't yeah. be about what did you get for Christmas. Right. Well, that's the first thing that happens when you go to back to school after holiday break is everyone goes, well, what'd you get for Christmas? Or like, you know, like we would go to church afterwards, like the next weekend. And then they'd be like, oh, what'd you get for Christmas? Like there were just so many things like that's what the conversation revolves around. Right. Is what did you get? And, and it's like a competition of like, oh, well, I got this. Like, I got a bike. I got, you know. Yeah, it becomes this one-upping 
um, mm -hmm. conversation of who got the best thing, mm -hmm. which often boils down to who got the more expensive thing. Sure. Um, because the things that everybody wants are expensive, especially these days. Like that is one thing that oh has that has changed, in my opinion, yes. is that um, things have just gotten more expensive. Like what people want, people want iPhones, um, people want video game systems. Well, there's techn um, there's technology like intertwined into everything, everything, which makes it more and expensive. it just Plus yeah, inflation. which just makes yeah, which just makes things more expensive to buy. Like the things that I wanted when I was a kid, like for like $20 toys. Mm -hmm. And like, I know because I would walk around the toy alley and I would look at how expensive they are. Yep. Um, you know, like that's what I wanted for Christmas when I was a kid, but like things are just so much more money now. Yeah. I wanted, um, yeah, $20, $30 toys. I also like, there would be things that I would get that I didn't ask for that I would love. And they were like a $5 little plushie. Mm -hmm. And I just thought they were so cute. And I like named them. And then, the, you know, like I had this one little, um, it was like a little blonde puppy toy that had a Santa hat. And I just loved this thing. And I named him Lemon. And <laughs> I was just obsessed with him. Um, I hope that I can still find that toy. Because um, if I if I can, then, man, like, I loved that thing. And I think that my parents probably just found it. And they were just like, oh, T will love that. But... It would be really, um, it, it was just nothing that I asked for, but it's something that my parents saw and they went, wow, let me, I'm thinking of my daughter and they got it for me, you know? And it was one yeah, of my favorite now toys I'm trying to. Yeah, now I'm trying to think if there was any, like, I can't think of any gifts like that that were extremely memorable that I didn't ask for. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were some. Um, especially from when I was younger. Because the way that my family started doing Christmas after a while was that, like, as soon as I was old enough, I started making a, a Christmas list with, like, items on it, like, in order of the ones that I wanted most at the top. Mm. And then I would give it to my parents. <laughs> and then, like, things from my list would appear. Yeah. So, like, I just started doing that um, basically probably from when I was, like, seven or eight. Um, when I when I was old enough to organize my thoughts <laughs> and put sure. them down on paper and um, make ra logical decision making. Um, I mean, of course, I put down like a puppy <laughs> on that list because who doesn't? But um, eh. so I didn't have that many surprises like mm. that. Um, it was literally a stocking like, stuffer. <laughs> like, see, my stocking stuffers are usually like chocolate yeah well it was chocolate and stuff and then my parents would find like some cute little thing to like have stick out of it and that year there was just i was probably like second or third grade um it was just you know little puppies sticking out of my stock my stocking <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i'll admit that i was a really like i don't know what the right word is i wouldn't say greedy i don't think i was a greedy child but I was a, an out-of-touch child um, who didn't realize, like, how much things actually were, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, one of my favorite traditions, even to this day, because it somehow still gets sent to our house, is flipping through the American Girl Doll catalog. Because mm. um, it's just so pretty in the way that they would design it. And all of the accessories were always so beautiful. And I always wanted a new doll mm -hmm. 
and they were like 200 bucks they still are actually um which is surprising to me i looked at the catalog at thanksgiving and i was like they're still 200 dolls but i think they're made cheaper now like cheaper materials probably um but like as a kid like you just see 200 dollars, and i don't think it really registers how expensive 200 dollars is at least to me it didn't like i didn't realize like asking for a 200 dollar doll is a lot of money or asking for like sets of clothes from the catalog was a lot of money or one time I asked for a bike, which in fairness, I did actually, like, I didn't have a bike. <laughs> like, um, that was my size. Like, I grew out of the the one that my sister handed down mm-hmm. to me. And I and she was using the adult size bike. So I needed an adult size bike to use. Right. Um, do, so I got a new bike. But Do you feel like uh, your parents had conversations with you about money and, like, the cost of your toys? sometimes but i don't think they really like drilled it in yeah like, my dad until i started actually <laughs> until i actually started buying my own things mm. like, it didn't really register interesting yeah like, you know like i always heard like you know money doesn't grow on trees but then like i i also like you know my family was the kind of family who like we would go to wendy's and i would ask for our kids frosty and my dad would be like no, it's too expensive. Um, and like, you know, ask, have me order off of the dollar menu and I didn't want to. Um, like I wanted the full kids meal. So there was just always mm-hmm. conversation about that because we, um, sometimes we had a one income household. Um, and sometimes like being in the tech field, there'd be layoffs because of offshoring and that kind of stuff. And so, um like even when we went to disney world my my parents were like hey this is like we can't be buying all of the little trinkets and stuff that you want here because like it's it was hard enough for us to be able to afford this vacation at all (laughs) you know um yeah so like that was part of the conversation just constantly with me and my brothers um so my parents would wouldn't buy me things that I wanted all the time. Mm-hmm. But whenever they told me no, it wasn't like sometimes they'd be like, that's a lot of money, but they didn't really frame it in that way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like it was a like, if you really want that, you should ask for it for Christmas or if you or your birthday. Delaying it, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't, no, we are not going to buy that for you because we can't afford it. It's no, we're not going to buy that for you because it's not a special occasion. And therefore, yeah. you don't get things there, <laughs> like just there, because you ask. <laughs> yeah, there was a mixture of that. Like sometimes I'd be like, "Well, like, let's let's ask Santa and see if you know he might be able to get that for you." But we can't get that right now, um, you know. And if I was like with my cousin, like my cousin, my my aunt and uncle were just like they were able to afford more things for my cousins. And so like, there's like an instance of seeing like a bar. I might've shared the story on here. I can't remember, but um, my aunt, my mom, me and my little cousin were in like target or something. And we saw this Barbie Jeep and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get that um, for Christmas. And then she was like, yeah, well I'm going to get it for Christmas too. And then she got it for Christmas and I did not. <laughs> Oh. And I was so mad. 
<laughs> but Aww. at least like we we would drive it and like drive down to her neighborhood pool and whatever like in it it was so slow <laughs> <laughs> yes they are incredibly slow like walking was just better like riding a bike um or a scooter i tell you that was one thing that i asked for that i never got and it's fine i, ne- I never got a barbie jeep or any kind of yeah. like kid car even though i asked for it a thousand times um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I want I I just want to say like, you know, just because um, you know, like my aunt and uncle could afford that for my cousin doesn't there's no resentment currently. <laughs> like that was like yeah. a childhood thing, but you know. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, like it was just the framing was different. Like I was fortunate to grow up in a family where like money was not a like I I don't want to say that like it wasn't a problem because there were times when like yeah, like, more money could have been useful. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, a constant stressor on my parents. Um, right. And so I didn't feel that as a kid mm-hmm. in the house, that that was a stressor, which I understand is, like, an immense amount of privilege <laughs> to yeah. not have to worry about that. Um, and it just, like, now that I'm an adult, it makes things more complicated. Like, it, like, it makes my worldview wider. Which is good um, that, like, you know, you you learn more about the world and you realize, oh, no, it's not that easy. Well, not um, not everybody who grows up in a financially comfortable home realizes that in their adult life. Um, because they continue to have people who are in their same socioeconomic status. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hope is that when you are an adult that you get exposed to more types of people and more people from different backgrounds that you do recognize like even even though we all have our issues like that you know maybe you had it better off than you thought you did um you know yeah that's definitely something that i've learned as an adult is that like i had it better off than i thought i did when i was a kid yeah because we have Um, those emotional stories that make us feel like that's not true but yeah but like wrapping this back around like um like giving at christmas is expected right there are certain situations in which you're expected to give gifts yes um and that that's honestly the main problem with gift giving in our society like buying gifts for close family and friends you generally know what they like and what they want and like honestly i find joy in surprising people with gifts that i get for them yeah um that's like it's great to find a gift that they didn't ask for but you know that they're gonna like (laughs) um but buying gifts for like your boss or your coworkers, Mm. (laughs) or like it's like what do i get them (laughs) like and then you're just buying things because you need to give them something and that is the recipe for disaster (laughs) And wastefulness. Yeah, I would say wastefulness. I don't know about disaster. Um, but yeah, I do think it's wasteful. I think that, you know, a lot of times, like, around the holidays, people get all sorts of, like, candies and cakes and sweets and stuff. And then you're like, dude, I'm, like, then we hit January and everyone's like, what do I do with all this food? <laughs> There's, like, all this food waste. Because, like, we're all like, oh, gosh, like, now we want to, like you know be healthier or whatever um and so i will say that if you have to get gifts for people 
and you don't know what to get them. Gift cards or chocolate or some sort of food like are always the safest bets um, just to get people something. <laughs> I feel like food is like like people have so many like allergies and like dietary needs now that like f- I tend to stay away from food personally. Um, especially in my family, like it just it seems like everyone's allergic to something. Um, Fair enough. But I, yeah. um, if you know I was, they specifically like kid, something, then go for it. <laughs> when I was a kid, um, you know how, well, I don't know if you did this actually, but I always gave gifts to my teachers mm-hmm. for the holidays. Um, and what I started doing was, um, my family, I think I mentioned this in last year's episode, we make nuts and bolts, which is a family recipe. Mm -hmm. Um, and we would make two batches and the second batch I'd bag up and put in little Christmas tins that I'd buy for like cheap at, um, job lot. And we would put, and then I'd give those out to my teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, and if right before I gave it to them, I'd be like, are you allergic to nuts? (laughs) And then like, if they said no, I'd give it. Um, I give them their gift because, of course, I don't want to poison my teachers by giving them nuts if they're allergic to them. Right. But um, I found that that was a really good gift because mm-hmm. it's something edible. It's not something that they're going to find at the store. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and like teachers it. that I had repeat. Yeah. And teachers that I had repeatedly would like, like when I gave it to them like the second year, they're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> like, this is great. I'd look forward like, to it. Yeah. So gifts like that are really good because um, you're not adding, you're not buying something that you don't know if they'll like it. You're making something that somebody else might get enjoyment out of. And also food is just an easy thing mm-hmm. to give because it doesn't result in um, a knickknack that sits around the house like it can be eaten <laughs> well but you're also sharing your tradition like you're sharing your family tradition with another family like or, or another person that you spend just as much time with if not more than your family like teachers and, and the people that you work with like you spend a lot of time with them so sharing your family traditions with them is really special um you know, and I think that that's kind of, it's just nice, like, when, when students, because, like, I used to work more one-on-one with, with kids in schools, like, they would make something for you, and they would give it to you, and they'd get so excited to give it to you, like, that's so sweet and so special, and those are the things, like, even if it's, like, like, a bunch of beads on a string, I still keep that stuff, because it's so sweet, and I remember how excited they were to give it to me. Um, Mm -hmm. so I will say as someone who is the daughter of a teacher, Mm -hmm. teachers do not need any more mugs. Please stop giving them mugs. This is a PSA (laughs) for teachers and mugs. Please. It is like so many, so many mugs. I do. Um, I do wonder (laughs) what teachers who, who have taught for a long time do with all the stuff that they get. Like they can't be keeping it all. Of course. Like. Well, they sometimes give it to family members. Like, um, I'm in the situation in which my first and last name both begin with G. And so my mom's a teacher, so she got a G mug. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she gave it to me. <laughs> She's like, you want this? And I said, sure, I could use another mug. Yeah. But, like, honestly, people do not need mugs. <laughs> I think everybody owns, like, two or three mugs, and they don't know how they came across them in the first place. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, a lot of people get a lot of 
things, which is why I think food and or gift cards is the yeah. way to go for gifts like that. Because people don't really need more items in their life. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do, allow them to pick what item they want. Because sure. <laughs> you don't know them very well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's hard. I feel this way about birthdays, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, personally, I like to spend one-on-one time with people who I care about for my birthday. Like, that's, like, more what I like to do for my birthday, and that's kind of what I more like to do for holidays as well, is I like to participate in traditions I like to participate in events like if you know that I'm going to really like going to an event a concert something like that like I want that (laughs) you know I want I want those memories um more so than I want an object that's going to sit around but I still do appreciate you know like physical gifts that I get for people right or from people um, mm-hmm. but when I, when I look at gift giving or like what I want to do, I, I more so at, like, look at what I want to do with a person for a holiday or a birthday more so than what I want to get them. Unless I have just an idea that I'm like, absolutely, I have to get that thing for them, you know? See, I spend a lot of time thinking about what I want to give people. hmm um, if if I think it's important, sure. like there are some times where it's like uh, it's not important, <laughs> like yeah. what the gift is. But there there have been times where I'm like I need to get like the perfect present. Yeah, well, and I, it's fun to go on. Yeah, like you know, um, for instance, like for my birthday, like you and I went and like you know ran around New York and um, like we had a trip. And you gave me a gift that's surrounding Animal Crossing, which is how we met. And I thought that was, you know, like, really thoughtful and sweet. And, you know, like, that's the kind of thing where you're like, wow, this is this is a great, this is a great gift. Like, we have an experience, we have memories, and, like, it's tied to a personal note, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I always feel guilty when I when I get gifts that are just like I got this because I knew I needed to get something, <laughs> and you can tell when you get gifts like that. And I always feel extreme guilt because I'm like, oh, thank you, <laughs> but like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. Um, like, yeah, sometimes it gets like that, and, and so but I like- I can get really awkward about gift receiving, you know. Mm. Just yeah. because of, like, situations like that. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, so we've talked about, like, Christmas and gifts. But, like, what are other things about Christmas that we wish could be highlighted more? Yeah, like, yeah, moving forward, I think that I would, you know, I, I try to, re- I have a moment every holiday where I remember this because I go oh wow I can't afford to give everybody a gift um and so you know I try to remember that it's about family and friends and like whether that's your chosen family um 
whether that's your birth family, um, like, just trying to find ways to brighten up a dark season of the year. Um, (laughs) It is, you know, December is cold. It is dark often, (laughs) in most places at least, um, in America. Um, And just focusing on an emotional way to brighten up that time because a lot of us experience seasonal like emotional down periods <laughs> um and mm-hmm. you can do that through implementing traditions um or just offering to do something that maybe you wouldn't normally do like you know helping with a chore or um volunteering volunteering in a, in a soup kitchen or something like I really think that that would be really fun for me personally you know yeah yeah Christmas is about like it is about family and it's about friends and it's about tradition and it's about joy and welcoming people in mm-hmm. to those things mm-hmm. too like I'm very excited this year because this is going to be the first Christmas that I'm spending with my brother-in-law yeah um and I'm excited to bring him in to the family traditions that we have and share them with the new person. This is of course causing causing some stress in my and my mother and that like we've always planned for four people for everything so we don't have fifth items <laughs> of certain things that we use for traditions but we'll figure it out but the point is that like we're trying to enjoy each other's company yes and that's honestly what i'm looking forward to the most this holiday not the stuff yep yeah yeah and you know i think that especially in american society we don't take enough time off like truly off to enjoy people we love and our own time to relax and not think about work and all the things we need to do and in addressing you know this concept of you know oh my gosh i need to get a gift for x like this person that person my whole list like like chill (laughs) you know (laughs) it's a it's a time to enjoy the company of those people and if you can find a way to make that less stressful i'm not saying don't get them a gift necessarily but you know I think it's a really great time to think about is this going to be something that they really need and are going to love for a long time Um, or get to enjoy right now to make this holiday special and if it's not maybe pause and think if you really even need to you know give it to them or if it would be better to spend time with them instead. Um, Mm -hmm. another note is like giving experiences yes rather than giving things yeah like giving tickets to a concert for example yeah like is giving an experience Mm -hmm. which can be better yeah in some ways not necessarily but if like you can think of a way to If you can think of something that somebody will enjoy doing as opposed to getting. Yes. 
yeah, and you can write that in a in a card and say, hey, on this date we're doing this and I got, you know, tickets to go to this or, um, you know, I planned this, I planned a trip to go camping when it's warmer <laughs> or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, dedicating, saying I, I want to invest in this relationship throughout the year and not just during the holiday season, but I want you to know that, you know, I'm thinking about you. And how I can implement you into my life. Like, remember when you were a kid and you made, like, like tickets for your parents? Like, or at least like I did hug. with, like, yeah, like, free hug tickets <laughs> yeah. or, um, like, chore tickets or, dishes, like, yeah. yeah, or, like, stop complaining about this, mm-hmm. like, tickets. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to give my parents those. Those are great. Like, yeah, like, just even stupid things like even if you're in a relationship like you can make little tickets that like you your partner will understand like and give those and that black can get a laugh like be creative yeah <laughs> with what you give it doesn't have to be so simple as going to going to the store and buying something for them absolutely yeah. so t i think that just about wraps up our conversation so what are your silver linings this month my silver linings this month um you know i'm i'm in a new space this holiday and um you know experiencing new family members and i think that i'm just really excited to be creating some new traditions um and spending time with some people who i don't usually get to um and part of that is yesterday we actually went out and chose a real tree which i am not used to doing um (laughs) my family we've always just had the same um like a fake tree which is great and i you know usually end up making it look really nice um but it's it's pretty fun to like go out and be like "Mm, i don't know like how can we get like the best shape for the best price <laughs> and the best size for the best price and we ended up finding a really beautiful tree that was just right for our space so I'm really excited about that um, and we're going to decorate that today so that'll be fun um, what about you? well I mean as you mentioned earlier in the episode I am a Christmas elf so I am just excited to do all of the holiday things um, I've taken off a lot of time at work at the end of this month so I'm looking forward to a vacation and just enjoying spending time with other people yeah I can't wait to decorate the house and bake cookies and decorate the tree put up the tree like all of those things I'm very excited to do and that is my silver lining for this month because I can't think of anything better (laughs) than the holiday season So thank you for listening to this month's episode. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we can be found at guio.pod. Next month's episode will be released on January 11th to give us both time to celebrate the holidays and chill out with our families. Please subscribe and leave us a review because it really helps us out. We hope you'll continue to listen to us talk about our lives and hopefully learn something about yourself too. And remember, growing up is overrated.